It's a little bit of a different podcast for you this week. It's all about, we just have a chat to Martin from Boomtown, who is the guy behind all the stories, all the acts, all the artists, um, all the interactive aspects of Boomtown, which I just found absolutely fascinating when I went this year. Really looking forward to going this year, and I'm really looking forward to kind of seeing what uh, Martin has got up to. Anyway, here we go. Martin from Boomtown. I hope you enjoy. Uh, let's kick this off. Uh, this is Basin Breaks. I have Martin on the phone from Boomtown. Martin, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. How are you doing? Yes, not too bad. Um, Martin, can you tell us a little bit about what you do at Boomtown, please? Uh, yeah, sure. So I am the theatrical director for Boomtown. So myself alongside quite a big team uh, and with Doug Francisco write the um, write the narrative. Uh, we have a narrative that rolls out year on year uh, and we go into chapter 10 this year. And then from there, I then bring that narrative and that world to life across site. So I will uh, help develop each of our nine theatrical districts. And then I create what I call the immersive maze, which is a site-wide game, uh, which our audience can come and play out for the entirety of the festival, uh, where they actually become characters and put uh, themselves within the storyline. I attended Boomtown for the first time last year, and I was absolutely fascinated by the the uh, well, the storyline, the arc, the basically just the, the the amount of attention to detail that goes into all this. Can you tell us a little bit of the story so far? Obviously, not leading into what's uh, about to come, but what what has been the, the what what's the story so far? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's where to start, really. Uh, like I said, this is this is chapter 10. So we've been rolling out a 10 year narrative. Uh, so that's been quite, quite detailed along the way. But along the way, you know, we, we started our sort of humble beginnings when the festival just started as an intrepid explorer, Nicholas Boom, kind of found the land that the festival's built on and then sort of built a small community from there. And a traveling fair came and visited. And that's how the, the festival each year kind of developed and grew. Um, but then over time, uh, as the uh, as the city became more popular and got bigger and bigger, things became more and more corrupt. Uh, in Chapter 5, uh, we held elections um, and uh, a new mayor of the whole district was voted in for. Um, and then over time, that mayor was uh, slowly corrupted by kind of forces behind the scenes. She then slowly got turned into a dictator. And then Boomtown uh, kind of ran for a couple of years under the, the heavy oppression of, uh, of central administration and, and, and a regime that was in place. And then by chapter eight, there was this masked revolution that appeared and sort of challenged challenged the authorities and the status quo. Uh, and then we had a, a strong year of, uh, of uprising and revolution in Boomtown. Which took down, uh, took down this uh, oppressive regime, and then last year, from the sort of the ashes of what was left from from that uh, that revolution against regime storyline, this benevolent or seemingly benevolent uh, corporation uh, started to grow out of the ashes and kind of take control uh, and push everybody uh, into a uh, a more sort of capitalist system. Um, and they built this giant communications tower down in downtown, promising to bring Boomtown into the digital era. Uh, and so last year, we really sort of, sort of played on the themes about how the mass media kind of manipulate the masses. And then we started to unveil how this corporation, where there was a little bit, had sort of a much big murkier past and much more control than what most people would probably like. This is your 10th year. And am I right in yeah. thinking that this is going to be the kind of the end of the, this part of the story? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for the tenth year, we want to kind of uh, tie a neat little loop in what I would call the um, the Nicholas Boom Chronicles. So that 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 original character kind of mysteriously disappeared from chapter three. Okay. Uh, and that rumour his he is back in the city and has returned uh, as a very old man. And really, yeah, and we will play out what that really uh, what that all means within our storyline. We've already sort of we sent out a trailer in February, our main festival trailer, uh, which this year for the first time was just purely storyline, um, which just shows sort of how far all of this has come. Um, but in that story, uh, we see that the CEO of this uh, corporation uh, catches glimpses on his uh, in his tower on his sort of uh, CCTV cameras that Nicholas Boom. Uh, is, is is back in town uh, and we see that he's actually physically very scared of that fact uh, and then we see that uh, through that fear he uh, he and his security decide to bring uh, online uh, a new avatar and uh, computer system called Amy which stands for Advanced Machine Intelligence. That's the sort of the big thing this year that we'll be pushing this this launch of this new uh, this new Advanced Machine Intelligence system, which will appear uh, on everybody's uh, on all digital platforms, in your phone, in your watch, on your laptop. Uh, and the idea is that if if all of our citizens just feed Amy their data, uh, she will uh, she'll know everything, and she will be able she'll be able to revolutionise everyone's lives. Um, and she will know what you want even before you do. Uh, ask her a question and she'll be able to answer. And that's kind of the premise for our finale show on Sunday is it's going to be the big launch of Amy, this uh, this artificial intelligence. So, yeah, without giving the game away too much, that's kind of it's all going to come to a head in that final show. Uh, and again, there will be this immersive maze played out throughout the whole city where all sort of venues and characters across site will be in on it. Um, and as as our audience will be able to sort of go further into that storyline and hopefully be able to affect what happens in that final show. So how many people got involved in the interactive story last year? So in the interactive storyline last year, so our finale show was on the communications tower and it had this giant sort of hacking. Um, and then that communications tower, we saw visibly get hit with a virus. Yep. Now we estimate that there was about 5,000 people there that would have believed that they were the ones that planted the virus because <laughs> they they had they had followed the trail. Yeah. Then there was about sort of uh, I say about 150 to 200 people when the security system managed to take control again and reestablish the firewall. There was about yeah 150 to 200 people there would have felt like they were the ones that had caused that to happen because they had sabotaged the missions because right. along the way we had created double agents and so our audience were without knowing it were starting to work against each other. So I take it there's a similar interactive maze this year. There is, yes, yeah. So we, we last year was the first time we went into that kind of kind of detail with the maze. Um, we learned a lot from it, and this year we've, we we're, we're sort of pushing that a lot, lot further. Uh, we managed to get Arts Council money, uh, a grant from them to uh, workshop all of the crews, which has never happened before. So we spent 11 days with sort of each venue and all the characters from every district. Um, we had, yeah, run a series of workshops. So we've managed to, to invent quite a lot of detailed gameplay. Amazing. And what will happen is, so all of our all of our ticket holders um, have been invited to sign up to the Amy initiative and download their data where they download their photo and their email address and their contact numbers. But then they've also ticked a box to say that we can use their details for theatrical purposes. Right. 
uh, all those people that tick that box will then get uh, an email directly from what we call the underground sort of hacker okay. cells that are running through. They, they get an email from them asking, uh, telling them that things, the Amy initiative is not as it seems to be, and basically tells them that if they would like to join their mission uh, to download an app uh, for their phone, and on that app will be their hacker toolkit. Mm-hmm. Uh, which will have like a notepad, a camera, a QR code reader, um, but most importantly, it will have a text bot function. And then once they arrive on site, they will start receiving messages from their cell leader, um, sending them on missions across site. Okay. Um, and then that becomes quite detailed. And that will, if for those that really want to play, there's at least sort of three days of solid gameplay uh, that they can get through, uh, all again, then culminating into that final show on Sunday. Amazing. Well, I'm going to definitely try to get involved in some of yeah, that. That sounds absolutely yeah. wicked. So, well, yeah, it's designed so that people can do as little, as much of it as they want to. Yeah. You know, you can sort of go and do one mission and feel satisfied and feel like, you know, you've done enough and then go and sort of party for the rest of the weekend. Or those that are sort of really into that kind of uh, role play kind of theatre style, then they can sort of continue for the whole weekend. Cool. Musically, like Boomtown is pretty diverse. You've got the, the kind yep. of bassier side of things, the Psytrance side of things. You've also got basically every type of music is there. Musically, does that tie into the storylines or is that a very kind of separate entity? Yeah, well, to I mean, yeah, to an extent. I mean, it's, it's, it is a separate entity. I mean, what we do is for each district, uh, we, you know, we design a, a, a sort of a flavour for each district or a theme for each district. And then that district has its own storyline. Um, and then depending on that kind of story, we, we try to put music to those districts that kind of fit. Yeah. So, you know, when Mayfair was much more kind of like 1920s, then it would be it would be pretty heavy with sort of electro swing. And we do. And and there are plenty of artists out there that uh, try to include uh, include what we do within their songs. So Slambury, for instance, have have sort of of sampled a lot of a lot of our speeches and and you'll hear. Uh, some of their tracks that are sort of dedicated to the storyline. And then, of course, the final show always ends with a pretty fat drum and bass track, yeah. uh, normally created by Block Dodger, which is completely for the show. But then other than that, you know, the, the two things are sort of similar, are quite separate and just run side by side without without a massive amount of crossover. Um, we don't like to, I don't like to sort of enforce it upon the music side of things. But whenever there is an opportunity and an artist is up for collaborating, then I sort of jump on it straight away. Um, how many actors, kind of, and well, storytellers, essentially, that's what they are, aren't they? Um, are involved yeah. in the festival? I mean, hard to know exactly, but every what's beautiful about it is we've always been full of sort of micro venues and yeah. lots of crews across site. What's been really beautiful about the whole process is that everybody has wanted to get involved in the overarching narrative mm-hmm. and everybody wants to add their little bit of detail to it. So it, it means that, yeah, every performer across site is clued into it. So that would mean there'd be like sort of 800 to 1,000 at least performers, I would say, that are across site and involved. And then just on a on a kind of infrastructure level, have you started building the, the, the festival site yet or is it... Um... We have, yeah, yeah. So uh, the first, I've I, I managed to visit the site this week and yeah, a lot have, has already gone up and is in place. Uh, we're in a good place this year. Luckily, last year we got absolutely brutalised by a month's worth of rain yeah. leading up to the festival, which really was a killer. You know, it was really touch and go whether we, it, you know, we could open show or not because of the effect there but luckily obviously we've had nothing but great weather yeah and yeah things are moving along well it, it takes you know it takes four to six weeks uh just to get the get the infrastructure get the build up it is quite a serious um 
just just the design of it and everything the look and the feel of it it is quite something oh, so man it's madness it's crazy to think of like the amount of work just for a four-day party <laughs> uh, but yeah it's pretty ambitious uh, and yeah and, and for that yeah it's spectacular yeah there's a new there's a couple of new sites aren't there there's a couple of new little areas is that correct yeah, we started. To, we've, we've tried to redevelop. I mean, the, the most impressive thing I think about Boomtown is the fact that it never rests on its laurels yeah. um, and is forever reinventing itself. So you, you'll never go to Boomtown and get exactly the same what you had previous year. So yeah, there's a few nice things going up. That our most iconic stage, the Lion's Den, is being completely rebuilt this year. So that's going to be a, an even more impressive build. You've got what was Mayfair Avenue as a district has been completely redesigned and is now uh, Paradise Heights, uh, which is like a, a, a whole giant uh, opulent complex, sort of a five-star resort for kind of five-star people. Okay. So, so very similar to the kind of the themes of Mayfair, but just pushed into a, into a, a new, even more opulent direction. And then, yeah, Chi- what was Chinatown downtown, that's being uh, rebuilt. Uh, not entirely. There'll still be a lot of the old Chinatown set, but that's now been renamed to Metropolis. And we see the corporation. It's kind of like their Silicon Valley and where their large techno- technological department will live. Yeah. And so we sort of see, we sort of see out of the, the Chinatown set, there's sort of much bigger sort of high rises coming out of it. And uh, yeah, that'll be the kind of like home for Banghai technology. And then and Barrio Locos had a whole new massive rebuild this year. Uh, yeah, so the layout is going to feel, it's going to, especially down in the bowl downtown, it's going to feel very, very different this year, um, which is quite exciting because even people that have been to the festival the whole time, I think are going to, you know, for, for the whole 10 years, uh, are going to, it's going to feel very different for them. Yeah, um, I have a lot of mates who have gone year on year and year. So I think for, if it, if it, as you've just said, I think they're probably going to have a, a bit of a shock and go, where do we go now? What what do we see? Yeah, <laughs> which is nice because we like to melt people's heads, you know? We like to sort of turn them around and spit them out in different directions. And, well, my head was um, melted even last year and that was the first time I've ever been. So it's just, it was quite, yeah. a, it was quite something. I've just, I've never been to a, a festival quite like it. So it is, it is, is pretty nuts. Uh, just finally, uh, two more questions for you. Um, yeah, have sure. you got your, have you got next year's story already lined up? Have you got any kind of, can you see into the future and what what's do you know what the kind of plans are for the for the future yeah i mean obviously i don't want to give too much away yeah uh and hopefully the the end of we always sort of end the festival on a cliffhanger yeah um and this this year will be no different although we are now now that we've sort of wrapped up this 10 years we are going to sort of move in a, in a, in a completely new direction yeah you know we've sort of spent 10 years playing out sort of the goodies and the baddies of the world and kind of general sort of you know stories that everyone you know who's really in control yeah. type stories you know i personally i'd like to kind of move away from that now yeah. and actually say you know we, we've done this whole sort of debunking society you know we're never going to get to the answers yeah. let's kind of actually let's step away from that and all together like start writing new narratives um and maybe go into sort of slightly more sort of philosophical ideas really and hopefully now that we've we've created a world that people now understand that the narrative isn't just something that happens above them and is told to them but it's something that they can interactively get involved in yeah so i think over the coming years what i would like and it will take a long while until this is you know sort of properly bedded in but you know along the years is that we you know depending on the decisions that we make live during the show together 
enjoying the gameplay, you know, that will have a much bigger effect on what the outcome of that year's story is. Um, so that we were sort of actively writing it together. So it's more of a sort of a, a social experiment more so than okay. just a sort of a, um, us telling you our ideas. So, yeah, like I said, it's, it will be a new direction. We, you know, we don't ever get too ahead of ourselves, to be honest. Yeah, we've done that in the past where we sort of written the storyline a couple of years, but you know, the goalposts get moved so dramatically. Um, we kind of always need to sort of have the show see, you know, and let the dust settle and say, right, okay, what just happened? Uh, you know, how successful was that? What landed? Okay. This is, this is the, this is the steer for next year. Um, and move on from there. Wicked. And as this is a music show, uh, what, what musically, what are you looking forward to seeing this year? Uh, well, I mean, annoyingly, I don't get to see that much at the festival. Last year, I, was, I saw sort of Cypress Hill, yeah. which, was, which, was, which was about it. Uh, having said that, I mean, when the beauty of Boomtown, hands down, is, you know, I, I spent the first three years that Boomtown was up just going just solely as a punter. Yeah. Um, I kind of refused to work there because it was such a good party. And, but the benefit was, was you never really ever had to look at the lineup. Yeah. You just knew that wherever you went, you were going to be pulled into something quite special. Yeah. Um, you know, it's always had its finger on the, under, on the, on the underground better than any other festival I know. Mm. And I mean, this year, I mean, looking at the, the, the Barrier Loco lineup, um, I remember was looking particularly good. I like things like Entreloop. Yep. Uh, I, I pronounce them. That I know they're playing. That's the that's the one that I will really try to catch. I don't know, and I, it's not normally my cup of tea, but I think I'm going to have to catch Diane just to see what it's all about. Really, <laughs> see, see see what their shows shows like. Um, bizarrely, many years ago, I actually plugged their records, and they are yeah, right. they're, they're a bizarre bunch of people. But yes, I, I completely agree with you. That's a show that's yeah, you, it's got to be seen. I think. Yeah, exactly, and you know, and again, it's, it's not necessarily something I would listen to, but uh, you know, and it's it's, a, it's very different to anything we've normally sort of ever ever played. Uh, but you know, just to see what the Gorillas' actual production, because obviously as, yeah. a theater, as a theatre guy, I'm quite interested just to see the production values that the gorillas really turn up with because that's going to be a, you know, a really spectacular show. But if not, like I said, there will be, there will be plenty of stuff and, you know, captain or booker, it just, you know, he's just got his fingers on the pulse on such a range of music. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if not, I will definitely, if I get time, you'll find me probably in old town, uh, sort of dancing away to a bit of sort of gypsy <laughs> folk and stuff really. Cool. Martin, thank you very much for having a chat to us. Yeah, no worries at all. It's a pleasure, man.
helicopter shutting down. Should be thinking, here's my mind, the mask. 